one question I want to ask you is, do you have a hard time trusting people? <laughs> uh, uh, whether it's because of past experiences or things that you've been through, uh, let me know in the comments. Do you have trouble trusting people? And and when I think about that, I'm not talking about anything super crazy, but you know that you can't trust everybody's mac and cheese. Come on, somebody in the comments, let me know. Can you trust everybody's mac and cheese? Listen, I gotta I gotta know how you making the mac and cheese. What kind of cheddar are you using? Are you using sharp or regular? Is it mild? Understand what it is. We need to know uh, what you're doing to the mac and cheese. Now, understand this. Listen, if you are making mac and cheese. You can't practice mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. That ain't the time to practice. You got to go through a process in order to get to perfecting mac and cheese. Trusting in the process. Daniel chapter 3, beginning with the 8th verse, says this. Therefore, at that time, Chaldeans came forward and maliciously accused the Jews. They declared to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the burning fiery furnace. All right, verse 12. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, these men, O king, pay no attention to you, they do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. The process is a series of actions uh, or steps taken in order to achieve a particular goal. Prior to this point in Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego with their homie Daniel uh, were, were captive. They were taught the Babylonian rules and ways they had to go to the school of Babylon and do all these things to be accepted into society. But even though they were in school, they still trusted in the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. They didn't stray, they didn't stray away from what they believed. They just had to learn other things in order to be acclimated in society. Now, when we think about this, we're like, okay, you know, uh, the fiery furnace, we've heard this before. But I want you to look at this for a second from a different lens. When we're talking about trusting in the process, we got to do what Proverbs 3 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. But it's the trusting in the Lord with all your heart that we have to remember because in order for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego to uh, escape from this drama they have to trust in the lord with all their heart not some not three quarters not a part not a portion not half and do a deposit and do the rest later no you got to trust in the lord with all your heart and no so when we think about all of this let's keep reading uh in verse 13 then nebuchadnezzar furious in rage commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of all kinds of music, or when you hear the sound of every kind of music, 
to fall down and worship the image that I have made well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? Let's go back a little bit a little when we think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because listen, other people were being malicious and trying to tell the king that, oh, these three are not worshiping your image. You have to be willing to dismiss distractions. Don't pay attention to distractions. Because when you are looking at what God has called you to do, there's going to be things that's going to come into your life that will try to distract you from the goal at hand. Now, if you're a person that's trying to eat healthy and be healthy with the way that you're living, uh, if you're like me, gummy bears is a distraction. Come on, somebody. Let me know in the comments. Uh, Somebody might be distracted by chocolate cake. With vanilla bean ice cream, sweet potato pie, apple pie, and uh, popcorn with extra butter. I'm talking about if you're trying to eat healthy, uh, there are some distractions that may come your way. Now, let me know in the comments. If you got any distractions, something that's trying to distract you from what God's called you to do right now, let me know in the comments what that may be. Now, if your goal is eating healthy, you you heard what I said with my distractions. If you are trying to work out, you know everything is trying to keep you from going to the gym. Oh, listen, I'm tired. Oh, I got to watch this new show. I just got off of work. I don't feel like going today. Any and everything will try to distract you from making this thing work. But here's the thing. We appreciate you guys teaching us the Babylonian way giving us the different types of foods, even though there was a time we had to let you know we're going to go ahead and eat this veggie while you're eating the meat. We're trying to do it vegetarian Monday through Friday. <laughs> we we want to make sure that you know. Hey, listen, we can do all the work that we got to do. Listen, we know we're, we're overseeing this whole situation, but one thing is for sure, regardless of what you say, we're not going to put down our faith in God just to worship this thing. We're going to focus on the creator, not the creation. Understand what it is. We're not going to focus on things made by human hands. Ah, but we're going to focus on the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, first and last, beginning and end. Understand this, Nebuchadnezzar? You're not going to take this from us. And that's what they said. That's what they were like. Listen, it looks like we are losing, but we got to trust God even when it looks like We're losing because people are talking about us. People are saying that we're doing this and we ain't do it. They trying to say we're not putting in the work like we're supposed to. Have you ever had somebody lie on you? Have you ever had somebody cheat to make you look bad? And then you had to hold your composure and act like it didn't happen. Be like, you know what? I'm all good. You Have you ever been in that situation before where somebody says something about you and you knew that they were lying and they knew that they were lying, but they wanted to make sure they look good and not you. And you had to sit back and say, you know what, God, I, I know you're going to work this thing out. I got to trust in the process because I can't let what they say, even though it looks like I'm losing. Sometimes you got to take a loss in order to get to a win. Come on, somebody. One of the things that we got to think about is this. Looking like you're losing is always the thing that people don't want to do. You see it online. People are judging their present life against the highlights of somebody else. You know that social media is just highlights. What you see online is just a highlight. 
What you see posted on Twitter is a highlight. What you see in video form is just a highlight. That's not everything. And sometimes we judge how good we're doing based on someone else's highlights. But God is saying, listen, you got to be okay with looking like you're losing. Because when you look like you are, you understand how to move. You know how to keep working when nobody else is looking. You know how to have integrity when people are not watching you. You know how to uh, love God even though no one else knows that you are going through the struggles that you're going through. See, sometimes you got to look like you're losing. Let me know in the comments. Say, look like you're losing. Listen, even though it look bad, God is still on the throne. See, let, let's go back to the scriptures. Let's go back to the scriptures. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar. We have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. They still show our respect, O king. But if not, be it known to you, aka understand what it is, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, and the expression on his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it usually is heated, and he ordered some of the, the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then the way the story goes is this. They throw them into the fiery furnace. And then when he went back to check to see if they were gone, he said he noticed. I thought we put three in here. Come on, somebody in the comments, let me know. I thought we put three, but I see a fourth man. Anybody know that sometimes you can be in a situation that other people put you in and they thought that you were going to be destroyed. They thought that this was going to be the end of your whole ministry, the end of your whole business, the end of your job, the end of your school career, no matter what they thought it was going to be over for you. But how many know that there's a fourth one that's right there in the fire with you? When you feel like letting go, God is there holding on to you. When you feel like giving up, God is saying, keep going. When you feel like stopping what God is saying in the middle of the fire, he's like, no, I will make a pathway for you to go forth and do what I've called you to do. Understand this. This is all according to God's plan. To be calm and confident in the midst of a fire, in the midst of a storm. That's what God has called you to do is to be calm and confident because you're no longer distracted by what they're distracted by even though you look it looks like you're losing you know that in the end you're going to win but if you trust God in the process in the end it will be all good and as the story goes Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego is let out and, and Nebuchadnezzar realizes that, that the true and living God is who they represent and not the image that he set up and there were some other things that went down, but I want to encourage you to trust the process. I will end it with this one story. Um, uh, have you ever had mac and cheese? Give me the comments. Yes, yes, mac and cheese. Right. Notice that you can't make mac and cheese for the first time on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, on special holidays, on birthdays. Nobody, you you got to have practice. 
before you get to perfecting mac and cheese. See, it takes time. You got to make mac and cheese on a regular Sunday, on a regular Wednesday. It, it takes you a little bit of time to perfect the type of cheddar cheese you want to put in. It may not be mild. You might want to put sharp in there. Whatever it is, you got to take time to perfect that recipe. Sometimes we want to skip steps and just go and buy the ones that's already prepackaged and call that what it is. But that's not how it is. God don't want to give you a microwave blessing. Some of your things will take time. And just like mac and cheese, you can't just all of a sudden get the recipe and make it today and think it's going to be all good. It takes time to perfect that. They used to say practice makes perfect. Well, I say practice makes progress. And in this season, God is saying, trust him in the process. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're struggling with, no matter what the situation looks like, trust God in the process.